the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. The Bible teaches us that we ought to keep our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. By watching Jesus, we can seize or get a grasp of what we should be like and what we should act like. The word seize means to grasp mentally and to understand clearly and completely. Jesus gives us clear and complete understanding about how a child of God is supposed to conduct themselves in life. Through watching Jesus, we can get a grip on how we Christians should and should not live this Christian life. Through watching Jesus, we can get a solid grip on how we're to conduct ourselves and how we're to speak now that we're living our lives as God's people. All these things matter to God if we're going to represent Him properly like He wants all of us to do. So, since it matters to God, then it should matter to me and you too. That's why being imitators of Christ is what we are all told by God to do. And now that we're Christians, it's what we all should always endeavor to do. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. I need you to know me because I'm the one that's sending the injunctions. Praise God. Well, who is he? He's our loving father who desires us to have life and to have it more abundantly, who, in, who issues to us an injunction that tells us to do or refrain from doing things that, he, that, that we're doing so that we can actually have and enjoy the life that he has in store for us. If, since he's a loving father and he's also the judge simultaneously, he knows what injunctions that you have to follow. And he sends those to you, but it ain't to keep nothing from you. It's to be able to allow you to step into and enjoy the life that he intends for you. When that judge sends the injunction, it's not to jack your life up. It's to give you life so that you don't receive the fines and injunction and, and imprisonment that's on the way. Are you listening to me? So this is your loving father that's doing it. And ain't nobody that's trying to hurt you. It's somebody that's trying to help you. They're only sending it to you is because they know you. Are you listening to me up in there? And because they know you, they know exactly what to say to you to be able to straighten it out so that you can get it right. But that commandment is also a prescription. The word prescription it means a written order, especially by a physician, for the, for the preparation and administration of a medicine or other treatment. It is a written order, especially by a physician, for the preparation and administration of a medicine or other treatment so that the person's life can be better, so that their health can be better. Nobody gives you a prescription to jack you. They give you a prescription to make your life better 
so that it can be a better you than it would be if you did not have the prescription. So when a physician writes a prescription, it's expected to be followed. When a prescription, when a a physician writes a, a prescription, it's expected to be followed. It's not expected to be read and not followed. It's not expected to be read and not followed. Come on now. When you get a prescription, when that little little orange bottle or that little tube that you got and stuff like that, it has a, a white uh, 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 adhesive piece of paper wrapped around it with information on it. And that information is not just an advertisement for the uh, pharmacist that you got it from, you know, Rite Aid you know, or whatever, you know, you know, is that too old? You know, praise God. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. It's Walgreens, praise God, something like that. H-E-B. Praise God. It ain't just, you know, with a phone number on it for them. It has information below it called directions or instructions that says take three times a day, twice in the morning, once in the evening with food. Now, all that information wasn't down there because they ain't had nothing else to do. Let's just write them something. No, it's down there because those are the instructions they expect you to follow so that it can be well with you, so that your life can be well. So that you can be able to live out the fullness of the life that he has in store for you. It's not expected to be read and not followed. Well, it's say two, three per day, two in the morning, one in the evening. Well, I ain't got time for all that. I'll be done forgot it. So I'm going to take all three in the, in the afternoon. Let's just split it in the middle. I'm going to give you all three in the afternoon. No, no. You just changed what they said. Which means something else is going to happen to you other than what was intended to happen to you. It'll eat up your lining inside of your stomach or something like that because you didn't do it the way it was supposed to be done. I'm teaching real good right now, which just means it's going to cause you problems in other ways that you wasn't even expecting. So you're not only going to have the problem that you had already, you're going to have a new problem that's going to be added to it too because you didn't follow the prescription that was given to you. Are you listening to me up in here? And that's what happens in Christians' lives is they do not follow the prescriptions that God gives to us when he gives us his commandments. And therefore, they can have you have problems come. I had it on top of problems in the middle of the day like, man, ain't none of this working. No, it works. You just ain't working what he told you to do. Because if he told you to do it, everything will work out well for you. But you keep ignoring, ignoring forgetting. I don't, I don't, I don't. Come on, sir. I'm teaching like a mug over here. It's not expected to be read and not followed. It's expected to be read and followed. I read my Bible. Did you follow it? I read my word. Did you follow it? I read my nurse notes. Did you do what they said do? Because if you didn't do it, fool, it ain't going to work for you. Are you listening to me up in here? Be, but be ye doers of the words and not hearers only. Deceiving yourself. Oh, girl, wasn't that word good? <laughs> but ain't going to do none of what it said. Oh, that's just their opinion. That's just what he said. Doctor ain't giving you his opinion. He's giving you his diagnosis and his prescription. He didn't already diagnose your problem. When you came to church, God didn't already diagnose your problem. He seen you on, on, a long time ago. He know what the problem is. And he automatically, as soon as you came up, he spoke through me and told you the prescription. Turn, tell them to turn to this scripture. Turn to them to turn to this prescription so that you can read it to them. And then after you, after you give it to them, they're supposed to do it. It's not expected to not be read and not followed. I said it's not expected to be read and not followed, and it's also expected, it's not expected to not be read and not followed. A lot of people don't even read the prescription that's given to them. They just say, they just, they just, just take it. What are you doing? 
That's why when you get a new prescription, they don't even give it to you unless the pharmacist explains it to you first. They say, could you stand right over here, please? I need the pharmacist to explain this to you. Oh, no, just give me the prescription. Have you ever had it before? Well, no, stand over here. Praise God, because you don't know, because you don't even know what you got. You don't even know what you're doing. Are you listening to me up in here? Well, you just, I, I don't need to know. I just, I just, just do what I said do. So they can tell you some other things. Do not take this when you drive. Do not take this without taking food. Do not Take this, you know, praise God and like this. This is how you do this. Or you listen to me, this is how you do this. And they tell you that. Why? Because you're going to come up and try to sue them later and tell them they didn't know what they was doing because you jacked yourself up. And people are always going back to God. God, you don't know what you're doing. Or that preacher you gave me don't know what he's doing. No, we know what we're doing. We try to tell you what you should be doing. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. God doesn't prescribe us a prescription to follow his prescriptions partially. You're not supposed to follow them partially. We're supposed to prescribe, follow the prescription wholly. If it said take three pills in the morning and three in the evening and do it with something to drink, praise God, non-alcoholic of course, then, then, then you're supposed to take three pills in the morning and three pills in the evening. You don't be like self-diagnosing yourself. I don't think I take all that. Really, I don't think I take all that. Excuse me, you, won't, you, don't, have the, you don't have the knowledge. You don't have the education. God do. God know everything, and he's going to tell you exactly what to do. And if you just follow the prescription, everything will work out beautiful for you. But God's saints are still in sin because they won't follow his prescription. They go to a physician. Like you come up in here to an excellent physician like myself. That be diagnosing stuff and be like laying out prescriptions left and right. Hallelujah. Be giving you just, just giving it to you just right. And then you take it and just throw it over to the side and, then go out and do what you're going to do and then call back later, Pastor, help me. Help you what? It's got worse. Well, how'd it get worse? Well, did you do what we asked you to do? Well, no, but then what can I do for you? And I'll I give it to you again. Here, baby, there's a prescription. That's what God keep doing. Now, God doesn't prescribe us a prescription to be able to follow partially. We're supposed to follow it wholly. Because anybody who knows him and understands him knows and understands that, that in orders their life accordingly. That if he said do it, we do it. Just like a doctor enjoins a person to follow a strict diet. He prescribes them what to eat, what not to eat. And, they would, and, if, they, and if they follow the prescription, that is if they want to live, at least to live the quality of life that he's trying to help them live, then they ought to do it. Now if they don't want to do it, that's down to them. He said quit smoking. You still smoking? He said, "Quit drinking." You still drinking? Now your 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 liver all jacked up. Come on now, your breath bad. Praise God! Don't get mad at me while I teach good. Your, your teeth messed up. Praise God! Gums are starting to get cancer in them. Praise God! All kinds of stuff happening, and you wondering why all this happening? Because God says you ain't doing what I said too. Hallelujah! And then you get mad at the physician. I'm tired of this physician. Every time I go up in there, he's trying to prescribe me something. Every time he's going up in here. And then we give you a good prescription. You, you, your blood pressure all jacked up. Praise God, you're looking all crazy. And then, and, and then we give you a pres- blood pressure medicine. I ain't taking this blood pressure medicine. I don't need this. And you just throw it over to the side. Eyes all red, looking all bloodshot. Looking all crazy, looking through fogs and stuff like that. Praise God. And tell me, I'm, I'm going to find me a church that tell me I don't need a prescription. I'm a, here's a good church. Here's one over here. It don't give me no prescription. It tell me I'm all right, just like I am. Wait a minute. How many of them is telling me that? Because I'm seeing two or three of them right now. Praise God. Just, <laughs> what are you doing? 
If you don't get your bloodshot eyes back over here and, and, and let somebody fix you and help you get right before your head pop and stuff like that and have an aneurysm because you, your blood all jacked up and you all messed up. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Folk be walking up here. Before I was a great physician, I was a great pastor at first. Oh, I love that pastor. I ain't never heard nobody break it off like him. And he funny too. I like him. He funny too. And, and I ain't never heard nobody. And then, oh, he the greatest until I get to something that they doing. Oh, he lost his anointing. He, he used to be a good teacher. He ain't teaching like he used to. He, he was a good teacher. He don't teach like he used to. Something has changed. Yeah, what changes I got to you. Now, 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 now it's a problem. Are you listening to me over here? Sit down and let us work on you so God can get this thing straight in you so you can let us hang out like you're supposed to. I ain't changing nothing. I'm like my father. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm as crazy as I was before. I'm as intense as I was before. And I'm as biblical as I was before. I ain't changing nothing that I do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I don't go over as much. Praise God. I said as much. Praise God. I ain't saying I don't go over. Praise God. When then I, I try to talk to my staff. They always talking about I'm going over. My staff always trying to tell me. I'm, they keep telling me that. Nigga. Amen. Anyway, talk, staff always keep telling me I'm going over. I told them no. I told them the starting time of the service. I didn't tell them the ending time of the service. I ain't going over. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then, <laughs> I'm going to keep talking until he finished talking. Are you listening to me up in here? That ain't me running off at the mouth because I want to go home just like you. Praise God. Amen. But I keep talking because that's what he's telling me to do. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> at least I want to find it. I want to see it every once in a while. Praise God. Hallelujah. But let's keep reading. <laughs> we almost through. Praise God. Somebody else, I'm already through. No, stay with me. Verse 3 saying, hereby do we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. That's the toggle switch right there as to whether you know him or don't. It's if you keep his commandments. Because you can't not do what he say do and say you know him. Not absolutely. You couldn't know him. Because if you knew him, you wouldn't do what you do. Verse 4 says, he that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. See, I'll be thinking like, dang, pastor is straightforward and hard. That's because it comes from the word of God. Are you listening to me? I teach the word of God. That's all. He said, he's a liar. I know I say he's a liar in his breath stink. But at the same time, he says, a liar. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's what the word said. The word said, if you're not doing what God said do, and you say him knowing, you're lying to yourself. Now, it's bad enough you're lying to everybody. Well, really, you're lying to everybody else. You're just lying to yourself because everybody else can tell the difference. Are you listening to me? Amen. Everybody else can tell the difference. You think you're just a little overweight. Everybody else can tell the difference. Are you listening to me up in here? Now, I ain't throwing no stones, praise God. Amen, amen. I'm living in a glass house. I can't throw no stones, but I'm, I'm, I'm But we, we be like, oh, excuse me, I'm just a little overweight. Mm-mm. Do I look fat in this? Baby, you look fat in everything. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> what don't you look fat in? It's because it ain't in what you in. It's what you are. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good up in here. I ain't throwing no stones. People be like, no, it's just a little muffin top. It's just, no, that's a full-blown Hiroshima explosion. Praise God. That, that ain't no muffin top right there. Praise God. That, that, that's an explosion. That's an atomic bomb right there. That ain't got nothing to do with no muffin top. Praise God. But when we, but when we recognize the truth, we can then do something about it. Hallelujah. Because we be lying to ourselves. I'm okay. I'm okay. God doesn't have a problem with what I do. And you lying and your breath stinks. 
It, it, God does. <laughs> Quit deceiving yourself. Lose the weight, lose the sin, amen, and everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. He went on to say, <laughs> he that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. Which means if we really in him, then we ought to walk like he walked. That word ought right there means to owe. We owe it to him to walk like we, like we supposed to. I ain't talking about owe it, you know, praise God, like, like we paying him for our salvation. Because no, there ain't nothing you can do to pay for your salvation. You couldn't have added up enough. All of us couldn't have put our stuff together and gave it to one person. They couldn't got saved. So that's not what I'm talking about. But we owe it to him because of our appreciation for our salvation. Because we appreciate it so much, it's like we owe it to him. That's why figuratively it means to be under obligation. We, we ought to do this. We must do this. In fact, we should do this. That's just what we should do. Morally, it means it's our duty to do this. See, it's our duty to keep God's commandments. Yes, it is. Especially since we assume the office of a Christian. We're a Christian now. Just like if you join the military. When you join the military, you ought to do what they command you to do. It's not like you feel like it. Well, I don't feel like it today. Ain't nobody asked you what you feel like, soldier. Line up and do what you told you to do. When they tell you to get up in five in the morning, they don't tell you get up in five in the morning if you feel like it. They don't say, well, you can't tell them, well, see, I had a long night last night. No, get your tail up. Five in the morning, that's what you're supposed to do. When they do reveille, you can't reach out there and hit a, a, a pause button, snooze button and stuff. You can't hit no snooze button, hit the guy on the top of the head, and they stop blowing the horn and stuff like that. Give them 15 more minutes. Praise God. No. no. When they say get up, it's get up. Are you listening to me? When they say, you know, fold your drawers just like everybody else fold their drawers, and you're supposed to do it the same way. You're supposed to, eh, come on now. It ain't, well, see, this is just my style. Not up in here, it ain't. This is how we do, this is how we do what we do, because you got to assume the office. Are you feeling me up in here? Well, we joined God's army when we got born again. We're in his militia. And since we're in his military, then we got to line up. Come on, line up, soldier. You got to line up and do this thing the way God told you to do. Because it's your duty to do what God said do. He said, now notice this. He said, brother, and I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which we had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. God said, I ain't telling you nothing new. This ain't no new revelation. I've been saying this all the way back from the beginning. Before there was even a world that twirled, it wasn't nothing but heaven up in there before. Praise God. God said, this still commandment was the same. Do what I say do. That's how Lucifer lost his job. That's why angels are, in, are chained up right now. Praise God, because they didn't do what God said do. Praise God, because there's a penalty to pay when we don't do what God said do. There's a price that's going to be paid. Are you listening to me up in here? And then when he did make the world, Adam, perfect man in a perfect environment, had a perfect wife and then a perfect life. But then he turned around and did something other than what God said do and got kicked out of his life and got kicked out of that. And everything got jacked up for him and me and you, too. Why? Because he went against the commandment that God gave him to do. It's a it's a concept that goes on all the way through. And don't think just because you're born again that, that, that it changes that too. God's the same. God said, I got the same commandment to you. Do what I'm telling you to do. Ain't nothing changed. God came and restored things back for Jesus through Jesus Christ to be able to reconnect you back to Christ. But now you're supposed to now reline back up the way we were supposed to do it the first time and do it right this time. That's all. Ain't nothing new because God don't change. There ain't no one God in the Old Testament, one God in the New Testament. It's the same God and he ain't changed nothing. Again, verse 8 says, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you. Because the, notice this, because the darkness is past and the true light now shining. That's supposed to be a testimony of us. The darkness is past and the new light is shining. Which means that we don't live according to darkness no more. That's past. That's, that's, that's over. 
We live according to the light now. Now, the word darkness right there means dimness or obscurity. Dimness or obscurity. Dimness means not bright. Obscure from lack of light. Obscure from lack of light. See, before we wasn't bright. We was not the brightest crayon in the box. Are you listening to me? Because we was wrong as wrong can be in thinking we right while we doing it. We was foolish as foolish could be in thinking that we was bright and smart while we was doing it. Because we wasn't the brightest crayon in the box. But God came around who is the light to be able to give us light so we can be able to no longer be in dimness and darkness no more. So that we can know what we need to do. Because the word light in, in scripture always talks about revelation. Which means that God comes to give us revelation. How many people in here know more than you did before? Praise God now that you're in Christ. How many people changed your life as a result of what you found out because of that? So you ain't in that darkness and dimness no more. Now you got the light of the revelation of the word of God to be able to do. Because if you knew before what you knew then, if you knew then what you know now, you wouldn't have did that back then. Come on up in here. I know a lot of people. Amen. Leave that alone. Praise God. But anyway, I just received revelation. Praise God. Leave that alone. Praise God. But, But we wouldn't have done what we did before. If we knew what we know now, why? Because we have revelation now, which caused us stop doing what we did before because we're doing it according to the dimness, uh, to the revelation now. See, dimness causes us to do dumb stuff. But when person knows God, they have a light or revelation about who he is and what he wants and what he thinks about things. Therefore, they stop doing what they were usually used to be considering about doing things. We stop doing that because we know better about it now. We understand. Dimness also means not clear in the mind or vague, not clear in the mind or vague, which means a person who is in darkness is a person who is vague about what God says that we should and should not do. Well, I don't know. I think it's okay. I don't really see that. Well, that's all the way up time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that one of the many things that God wants us to do is to be imitators of him in all that we do. I hope that you're not only seeing that that's what he wants all of us to do, but that we do what we need to do to become the imitators of God like he wants us to do. We should do everything we can do to learn how to and do what we learn to do to become more like the God who loves and who saved me and you. That's what I'm going to do. I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 that's Erico 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off in home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, we invite all the women of God out there in San Antonio surrounding areas to a wonderful event held at Word of Faith San Antonio tomorrow morning just for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. 
Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Neither I, VIB Transportation Service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers a word of faith to treat you like the queens you are. By preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple of sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers a word of faith be a blessing to you. At the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you come through. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church fellowshiping with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure that you reap what you sow. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that we know are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.